Pre-shaw the priest. We regret to inform you. Your childhood has expired. There is, for sure, no better example of a generic white person in the Pacific Northwest than what I saw yesterday. Driving by, on my right, there's a big lifted black Ford truck with a Blue Lives Matter flag hanging off of it. Almost draping, if you will. And he is getting coffee from what I'm assuming is pretty close to a teenager at a Bikini Barista coffee place. And if that doesn't scream America, well, I don't know what does. Also, every time my Apple Watch chimes and says, breathe, my actual out loud response, usually at work, when I'm in a hurry, it goes, and it says breathe, and Travi goes, fuck you, I will never. Anyway, guys, enjoy the fucking show, you little crab cakes. <laughs> fake ass laugh. Give me some water, I'm thirsty. Bitch, you're beautiful. His name is Travis. He's from the It's Funny You Say That podcast. You should go listen. Hey, guys. Welcome to episode, I don't know, 45? Are we on 45? Episode 45 of It's Funny You Say That podcast. You should know who I am, but if you fucking don't, Travi Pie here. How are you guys doing? It's, uh, what time is it? It's 3.15. Oh, not a.m., guys. Come on. Calm down. It's p.m., and I am recording. I just got done at the gym. I just grabbed a coffee. I'm sitting here, and I'm going to record. My beautiful child and my beautiful wife are inside right now, and I'm in my truck. You know, Travi's podcast studio. Travi's mobile podcast studio. That's right, guys. It's mobile. I could literally drive while I record. Will it sound good? Of course not. Will you hear my voice? Of course you will. Is that worth it to everybody? Of course it is. Of course it is. I know what you want. You're here for me. Anyway, I'm here for you too. Okay? So, uh, so yeah. I don't know what it is with me lately. You know what I mean? Uh, yesterday... Do you ever get reminded of how you felt as a kid because of something that happens? And I'm not talking a negative feeling. I'm just talking about before your life was filled with anxiety and bills and pressure from the world and just knowing you had to keep a kid alive. You know what I mean? Before any of that, when you could just be a kid and I grew up, you know, what was the most technology I fucking had as a kid? Um, 
not, I didn't have a, I got one, I got a flip phone when I was 15 or 16 because I had to have a job first, which was completely fine with Travi. But when I was a young child, uh, I think the most technology I had was like gaming systems and it was Super Nintendos and stuff like that at first. Then it was Playstations later, you know, whatever. Not really the important part. The important part is when I was very young, I used to sit in my window in my room, uh, look out the window and just kind of watch the world. And I would, I loved watching the sun go down. I don't know what it was in my little tiny brain, but, uh, it was soothing and calming to me and made me feel very peaceful. And so when I was driving yesterday, I was at a stoplight and it was sunny outside, but cold. And, uh, most of the sky had really fluffy. I'm talking marshmallow Valley fluffy clouds. I'm talking, you want to fucking dive in them like it's a fucking tub of whipped cream. Okay. Oh, the fluffiest of clouds. That's what I saw in the sky. One of the things that I used to do as a child is I would lay in the grass and just stare up at the sky. It made me feel weightless staring up at the sky. Do you ever like, okay, this is how it used to work. It's almost like when I would do that, I could turn my brain to a different station, like radio station. You know what I mean? Like we're in reality, but if I lay down and I just stare at the sky and I'm looking at these clouds, I'm looking at what shapes they make and what different pictures I see. And then sometimes I think, you know, there is literally nothing that I could grab onto except maybe grass that if gravity went away, I would just float up in the air right now. And I could put myself in a weightless position and feel like I'm floating away. And it would give me like this, this weird feeling in the pit of my stomach and not like a sick feeling, like a, like a free feeling. And all I had to do was look up at the sky and it makes you kind of feel like things are going to be okay. You know what I mean? That's how I feel the expression, you know, your head in the clouds. I despise when fucking people say, get your head out of the clouds. Why? You could literally live in the clouds and reality at the same time. You know what I'm saying? I fight constantly with my creativity and my fucking self-worth. Feeling like I'm not good enough to have creativity or feel like I can succeed at anything. The nice thing about starting at a job, being a temp, getting a bunch of compliments, then being hired on, getting a bunch more compliments, uh, working your way up, then eventually becoming lead or at my other job, shipping manager. And, you know, being told you're doing a great job and everything. And here's the thing. 
I have a throat tattoo, a felony, hand tattoos. I'm covered in tattoos. I mean, I'm handsome as fuck, but that's a different story. You know, I have to deal with the image of me and the immediate opinions that people are going to have. Now, anyone who's talked to me long enough, they know that, you know, Travi Pie can be cranky. He could be Cranky Pie. Will Travis be Cranky Pie all the time? No. Maybe he wants a different slice of pie. You know what I mean? Sometimes he's Happy Pie. It's fine. But anyone who knows me knows that, you know, I'm I'm kind of all over the place in a bit in a in a way. And once you know me well enough, you know that I'm a really hard worker. And it, like now that I'm lead and taking care of shit and getting compliments all the time at my job and they're telling me how good of a job I'm doing even compared to the last guy we had there that quit um I tell you man it is a self-worth booster you know what I mean because it makes me feel like the last time I worked my way up in a company wasn't a fluke it wasn't just like oh you just they just like you that's why you got that position or it's because I went into my boss's office five days in a row, every single fucking day went in there and said, hey, are you giving me this job or not? Are you going to? And then they gave me a job I didn't apply for. I've told you that guys that story, you know, where I went in to apply for a forklift position so I didn't have to work on a machine anymore. And they're like, yeah, you can have the position. And I'm like, okay. And then I walk out and they're like, my supervisor is like, yeah, you're a shipping manager. And I'm like, oh, well, that's not what Travi signed up for, but we'll run with it. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, um, yeah. <sighs> yeah, guys. Uh, I kind of went off there. But anyway, the whole point of what I was trying to say is the weightlessness I feel and I felt yesterday. Oh, man. Listen to Mr. Brightside. I think it's just Brightside. Sorry, not Mr. Brightside. I think it's just Brightside by the Lumineers. You know who gets slept on? The Lumineers. Because they came in so fucking hot uh, with that fucking first album and everyone loved them. I think they got annoying to a lot of people. But the Lumineers is one of those bands that fucking, they, they make me feel, you know what? They make me feel like everything's okay. I was stranded in the bed You were listening to the dark side of the moon I could barely see your eyes Still silent in a hotel Like the best way for me to describe the Lumineers is 
that you have the person you love next to you in a car and you're just driving and it's nice weather and you have the windows down and it's warm and cozy and it's like peaceful because you're not in like the city. So you feel a sense of freedom inside your body, inside. That's how I basically feel the Lumineers music is. And maybe, maybe someone's listening to this and they think it's absolute garbage or they think it's, you know, hacky and whatever. I fucking love it. Anyway, I was listening to Bright Side by the Lumineers driving, staring at the fucking clouds at each stoplight and just feeling fucking good. I was feeling so good, which leads me into the next thing I'm going to say, because it wouldn't be Travi if I didn't have something to fucking complain about right after I said something good. Remember when I told you I've been to jail? So I go to jail, right? I'm in jail. Uh, I meet with a public defender and this lovely lady informs me that my dad wants to keep me in jail. So I learned my lesson. My mom is wants to get me out. You know, eventually they get me out and uh, I'm out before my court dates and everything. But on my way back from meeting my public defender, I come into the general area and my cell is up the stairs. So I just walk in and I walk all the way up. I go to the door. I'm waiting for, uh, you know, I've told this before, but let's recap, shall we? I'm waiting for them to buzz me into my cell. And as I'm doing that, a lovely gentleman, a rather Nazi-esque looking motherfucker with teardrop tattoos. This guy, <laughs> he's sitting at a table with a few other guys and he's like, hey, man, why don't you come down and uh, have a seat? And I'm like, nah, man, I'm, I'm good. Uh, I'm just going to wait for them to buzz me in. And he's like, oh, man, they're going to be a while. You, you should just come down here and sit with us. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, well, he's not asking me. This motherfucker's telling me I should be going down there and sitting with them. Well, the ever defiant Travi Pie was like, no, nah, man, I'm going to I'm going to wait and I'm going to, you know, wait for my wait to be buzzed in and i'm looking at the fucking five dudes that are already in the cell and oh yeah i forgot to say that when i went to jail um it was uh me sleeping on the floor next to the toilet because they were overcrowded and i was in a cell with five other guys so the other guy chose the spot on the opposite wall on the floor and the bunks were fucking filled up um I will say this, I slept really fucking hard. You know what I mean? That that first night, <clears throat> apparently my snoring was <laughs> rather obnoxious. You can ask my wife about that. Anyway, so this guy with the fucking face tattoos is trying to get me to come sit with him. The gentleman I share a cell with refused to hit the buzzer to uh, ask the guard to buzz me in. <sighs> So I'm sitting there like, well, what the fuck am I going to do? I can't just stand here and wait to be let in while Mr. Fucking Tearface down there 
is fucking wanting Travi Pie to become his new best friend. They finally buzz me in. Oh, when I tell you I was a skosh nervous, I was a skosh nervous. So I go in, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. The guys in the cell fill my head with a bunch of more anxiety shit. Anyway, so there's that. And then after I got out of jail, we settled it, you know, fucking uh, my lawyer got us a deal, which, you know, made me get my felony. We could have fought for no felony, but he basically told me it's the best option. So I have that felony, right? You know what I mean? I've told you this before. And, uh, and then two and a half months of work release, but I worked at a job where I only worked a couple hours a day. So I was still basically in jail, uh, except for a couple hours a day. And, uh, in case you don't know what work release is, that's where you basically live at the jail, but you get to leave to go to work and you pay to stay in the jail. This is, you know, you're getting special privileges and I'm a first time offender and all this stuff. I'm nonviolent crime. They're like, you know what? Yeah, you know, we'll do this. So Travi Pie got two and a half months. You know what? I can't piss with someone standing behind me. It gives me fucking anxiety and I don't know why. Who knows? Maybe I was diddled as a kid. I'm sure if I was, that'll come back to me any day now. But anyway, so I almost couldn't take the piss test to go to work release. It was taking me forever. And I finally was able to. And they're like, yeah, if you wouldn't have been able to, you would have had to go to jail until Monday. So I'd have had to fucking stay a couple nights in actual jail, uh, which I already did. And it wasn't fun. Wasn't a big fan of that place. Also wasn't a big fan of fucking work release. But that's fine. You know, the whole point of the work release story is I worked graveyard. So when I would sleep, it would be during the day. And uh, I would take extra sheets and tuck them under the mattress above, like, you know, the person above me in one of the bed, we were in a huge area. So I would sleep during the day and I would tuck the mattress so I could fucking, you know, not let the fucking light get in. Well, this big ass gentleman who's clearly on drugs got real upset one morning. I started to push the sheets back. He didn't care for that. He was still in his bed. I thought he was sleeping. And then I started to touch the sheet, decided not to. He fucking starts yelling at me. And fucking like not getting in my face, but he like sits up in his fucking little metal bed and starts yelling at me and saying, what the fuck are you doing? Touching my shit, all this stuff. And I'm like, in my head, it wasn't, it wasn't really fear. It was, are you fucking kidding me? This is the good feeling, by the way, of certain fucking instances where it's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm terrified of some shit. But I also know there have been instances where this big motherfucker probably would have beat the shit out of me, but I didn't feel scared at all. It was more sarcastic. Travi came out and I'm just like, Hey man, why don't you chill? I didn't do anything. You know what I mean? And then he's like, you touched my fucking bed. And I'm like, I was touching the sheet, man. I was touching the sheet. Why don't you just calm down? And he didn't do anything, but it, he was big enough to fuck me up. Okay. I say all of that. 
all of that right there. Also, I got sick, throw up sick from the food in jail four or five times. I called out from work to stay in jail because of how physically shitty I felt. All of that. All of that is to say, this is really important, guys. All of what you just heard, that uncomfortable story where it just does not sound fun, does it? All of that is to say, that was a better experience than me going to fucking Dutch Bros Coffee yesterday. Why do you need a small box with seven people in it, all making coffee, dancing around, and you made a mini nightclub? No wonder my fucking ex-girlfriend loved that place. Listen, also, if you're not a fucking adorable girl, why are you working at fucking Dutch Bros Coffee? Get your life, bro. Work at a Starbucks. Be a fucking adult the way your parents wanted you to be. If you have arm hair that looks like you shaved my cat and then rolled around in it, well, you shouldn't be working at Dutch bros. What is this place? What is this coffee place? I don't understand what we're trying to do. Is it like the hipster new cool fucking cool but mainstream coffee place? The reason I went there is because my wonderful wife wanted a horrible drink. And Travi Pie rolls up and, well, he's a sucker for Christmas beverages. So he sees they have a peppermint beverage. And I'm like, oof, that picture is selling the shit out of that thing. I'm like, okay, okay. Sometimes you got to go against your better fucking judgment here. And I'm grinding my teeth right now because I'm annoyed. I got it. I drank it. It was not great, guys. Did I throw it away when I realized it wasn't great? Of course not. Because that's not what Travis does. Travi drinks it, gathers all that sugar, and then ends up feeling like shit. Now. You're, you may or may not notice that there was an edit there as I was recording my neighbor next to me started using an air compressor on his car and his wife's car. And here we are now, guys, here we are now. I was completely cut short and I've been sitting here for 15 minutes not recording a fucking thing. So now my whole point that I was going to continue on is Dutch bros is horrible. So I don't know. Let's move on. Huh? I hate that it took me almost 34 fucking years to figure out how my brain works, how I lose interest in things with the slightest distance from them. Normally when I fucking love something uh, and I love doing something, I will at some points stop and then it's almost like the feeling of love goes away. This is why I didn't know what love felt like because I don't think it's love. I think it's just kind of like I get some enjoyment out of it, but not that I love it. You know what I mean? Um, 
Oh man, I'm so aggravate, aggravated, aggravated. I'm so aggravated by having to fucking stop. <clears throat> anyway, I drank my fucking coffee and now my throat is like, dude, you're catching Travi irritable. That's what you're doing. I'm trying to, I'm trying to fight it. I'm trying to fight my ear fucking tation, but it's, it's just, it's there and it wants to stay. Listen, my whole fucking point on that too was I think this is why I can't maintain fucking friendships because in my fucking head, if I'm not doing something or I distance myself from it or eventually I just get tired of it and it fucking goes away. That was basically the gist of it. Let's move the fuck on, shall we? Because now I'm irritated. Let's talk about something else that irritates me. I don't like doing work in groups. I fucking hate group activities. I fucking hate groups in general. Hey man, why are you all together? Disperse. You know what I mean? That'd be good for everyone. Far too many people cluttered together, but I don't like doing work at work with groups of people. I prefer working by myself because my whole life, I've never felt like I could depend on anyone. And I don't like being told that I need help. It stems from being a child and being told I can't fucking do anything on my own. Those were the words. It says, are you useless or helpless? Why can't you fucking do anything without help? Why do you need help? Why can't you just do what you're told? Why are you fucking not understanding what I'm saying? Hey, man, why are you fucking stupid? So anyway, here we are today. Been doing great at fucking jobs. I get promotions. I get fucking raises because I fucking kill it when I came into my own and realized I don't need to depend on people because they've always let me down. Is that a horrible thing to feel? Yes. Has it helped me succeed on my own? Absolutely. I don't feel like I could fucking depend on anybody. Everyone crushes my fucking soul and self-worth. So I just do me. I hate the traffic around here too. I'm here in trucks. Also, on my way home from the gym today, this fucking souped up BMW in front of me. Hey man, if your exhaust is going to sound like you're in NASCAR, maybe go fucking at least the speed limit. It was like a grandpa driving an overpowered car. And it's like, what are you doing here? Drive faster. Aren't we all gonna die at some point? Don't you have somewhere to be? Drive faster, you fuck face. I'm going to end this really soon because that's what happens when Travi gets annoyed. I was trying to keep it together, guys. I'm skipping like three of the topics I have. Let's look real quick. Okay, well, you know what? This might be a good one. The other day I was talking to my wife 
and I put on an FYLP beanie, you know, my brand that I'm not selling anything of right now because I didn't put any money back into it yet because I was more concerned about paying off bills and buying coffee. Anyway, then I took the beanie off and I said out loud, I can't wear this to work. My supervisor will immediately comment on it because it, it's one of those fucking beanies with the little ball on the head. He will immediately fucking comment on it and it will fucking piss Travi off to the deepest level that he had to remark about my fucking beanie. Quit making small talk, fuck face. So I took the beanie off, said what I said, and my beautiful wife goes, you live an exhausting life. She said that because I always talk about the things that annoy me. I get annoyed by fucking everything. Listen, I genuinely don't give a fuck what any of you fucking think of me. But... Saying that annoys me. I genuinely get fucking annoyed that you're even talking. You see the problem here? I don't get annoyed that you're telling me something you don't like or you're telling me good or bad things about me. I care that you're talking to me. Hey, man, leave me alone. I'll talk to you. Totally willing. But just on my own time, hey, leave me alone. What annoys me is not what you're saying. It's that you're saying anything. I told her, you don't think I wish I didn't get annoyed by everything? I genuinely wish that everything didn't annoy me. But everything goddamn annoys me. Not everything, obviously, but most things. Jesus. Actually, Jesus annoys me. I'm saying one more fucking thing and then I'm done because I'm aggravated as fuck and want to go back inside now. So I hope you enjoy this cranky fucking podcast. The last thing I'm going to say is this. Trump flags and anti-Joe Biden flags are the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. Can you imagine if we did that with just everyone? See, you really like a guy at work and you were like, fuck, man, I love Johnny. He works so fucking hard. He really supports a lot of my interests. I really like the guy. Fuck it. I'm putting his fucking name on a flag. I'm putting it on the back of my fucking truck and I'm driving around proud. And then on the other hand, say you work with someone you hate. Like fucking Steve. You're like, oh, fucking Steve. I fucking hate Steve so goddamn much. Fuck it. I'm putting fuck Steve on a flag and I'm putting that bitch on the bed of my truck. I want to drive around so everyone knows I have a fucking personal beef with fucking Steve. Hey, you're all fucking morons with your stupid fucking flags. You know what I mean? Like Trump? Don't like Trump. I don't like him, but do you, man. Hate Joe Biden? Like Joe Biden. I don't like Joe Biden. Do you, man? But guess what? 
I think the whole fucking point of this podcast and everything I want to fucking say is preach all the preach and fuck Steve. You just got saved by the bell, bitch. Gram, babe.